When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Waka Flocka, how you feeling, man? It's nice to finally e-meet you. I know it would be better if we were meeting in real life, but this is the best we got for the time being. How you doing? I'm good, man. How you feeling, though? Feeling good, you know. It's uh, odd doing the the Zoom interviews. I'm not a big fan personally. I, I like the real life experience of looking somebody in the eye, but you know it is what it is. Yeah. You can look me in my eyes. I ain't got a lot. <laughs> Where are you posted up right now? You're in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm home. I'm in Georgia. Okay. And how, how's it how's it doing? Are you are you down with the reopening at all, or are you uh, are you avoiding it on a personal level? No, nah, I'm just avoiding it all together. Yeah. I ain't gonna play with it, man. Yeah, because they got cra- crazy spikes from all the places that are reopening. Definitely, I can't even sit there and play. Man, I got a whole family and a company to worry about. Um. Okay. So, uh, yeah, talk to me. Uh, I, they're telling me that you got some suicide prevention shit going on that we should dive into. What, what's the deal with that? Because you rocked the world when you had that tweet saying that you wanted to like dedicate your career to the suicide prevention type stuff. No, it's just suicide prevention. No right. shit. No stop stuff. It's serious. Uh, okay. Jump. You know what it is for me? I did it <clears throat> on some just uh, speaking my mind kind of thing, kind of seeing like who out here that feel the same way. Uh, that's it. What? What do you? Are those Jack Daniels playing cards or something right there? Yeah, definitely, man. I got I to feed my mind when I talk. I got to when you talk, man. This this, this helped me uh, express myself. Really? Like, let me see. What are you doing with it? You got you're just playing with these cards? Was this like a magic trick? Nah, it's spades. Oh, you play spades. Okay, okay. Yeah, so suicide prevention for me, uh jump, so you know my little brother committed suicide. You know what I mean? Mm. I got two other friends that I know committed suicide. One of them is in the service. It's it's serious, you know what I mean? And then then you see fans DM me all the time, my whole career, since MySpace. Like, you know what I mean? Like people going through like, yo, your life's so perfect. And blah, blah, blah. How you feeling? And I'm telling them, like, yo, it might look perfect because you feel like your world not perfect. But to me, my world ain't perfect either. Mm. So I'm just sharing my, you know what I'm saying? All of us struggle. All of us got uh, illnesses. Some people got kidney problems. Some people got lung damage. Some people lost their legs. But we still we still hurting. You know what I'm saying? We still got a, a illness. Uh, some people got heart problems. So I'm just making analogies so you can understand what I'm saying. No, and I start learning when it came to like struggles and mental things. Like it, it's a feeling. Mm. No, no matter how high, how low, it's the same feeling. Yeah, no matter if you're rich or poor, 
I'm gonna be real with you. It's like I don't, you know, you you never really like listen when you hear people talking about, you know, a way an illness or a way that people pass until you really like have that personal experience with it. I feel like I'm almost still kind of in that box with suicide, where I haven't had like anybody in my life really do that that affected me in a huge way. But it's interesting to say that like you've had that experience and it made you a lot more empathetic to what people go through. Yeah, I go through. You you know how I feel, my guy like. I met a guy, uh, his best friend committed suicide. He, he, he in the Marines. Uh, oh, excuse me, the Navy Corps. And his best friend committed suicide because when he was in the service, he was up there. He was LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when he came out of the service, he was a kid in high school. The, co- the kid in college that did four years but still with no recognition. Right. So it's like you work that hard and still don't get recognized in the real world. So, in a, and, he, and some people can't deal with that. Like some artists can't deal with, like for instance, me, some some artists that like, I know I'm not hot, like hard in the paint video hot, but I know I'm, I'm bubbling because if we think in money, I never fell. If we think in character, I never fell, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But to be hot, some people are so used to being hot so long that they can't deal with it no more. And that's when people start with, Catching a mental uh, depression stage, it, it, it's not it's not a coincidence that every artist and celebrity go through depression. Right. It's, it's just it's not a coincidence. It's not an excuse. It's real. No, I was you know thinking. I, I was thinking about that when I was watching you on uh, Everyday Struggle and just thinking about how you're somebody who kind of came out of that that gigantic wave, that roller coaster that you were riding for a couple years there of just insane, uh, you know, like, like basically just living the rapper dream of hitting hitting it huge but not just hitting it huge but hitting it huge off of like basically saying what the young kids wanted to hear the younger generation wanted to hear at that time and it seemed like it sort of like fizzled out so quickly that you were able to have a perspective that you don't really see from a lot of people who had that period in their career where now you just talk like a normal person and and seem to like realize how silly a lot of that shit that that seemed so big to you at a certain point was and it's it's kind of fascinating because a lot of people we know get to that point they have that one or two year run and then they spend the entire rest of their career just scrambling to try to like in some way recapture some of that energy that they had at that point yeah yeah true but for but for me though i ain't living no dream i was literally living my life mm. i don't know no celebrities i don't give a shit about no wave I don't care who started drill, 808s, anything. I don't care. The only credit I want is on the card. I've been like that from day one. I never in my life wanted to be a rapper. So it was just the hustle. Mm. Hustles don't last long, but they stretch. Only a hustle could get what I'm saying. It's not for me to win you over being gangster. I wasn't acting gangster. I was acting like myself until I seen other opportunities and things that I don't have to look over my shoulder to do. But I had to read and, and, and do more, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, that's why I changed. I'm like, I, I changed, I'm going with the win. I right. don't want to rap. Because like the, le- the legend of Waka was always that basically Gucci got locked up and you, you sort of like had to do something because things weren't going to, you know, nothing was moving on your own. And, you, and you That's know, exactly what it was. Right. I only rap because my dog was locked up. I got to literally have two to three hundred real friends that we hang together all the time and go out to the club 50 deep normally. I've been like that forever. Uh-huh. So it's like, yo, but I'm looking like locally rich. 
and I'm still selling a pound of weed to 10 pounds of weed, literally. So it's like I'm kicking those, you know, it's like just dumb shit. And then I actually see myself in a position, people looking at me like I'm a star. You know what I'm saying? They they let me go in the club, get free bottle, let 30 people in, but I only got like $1,000 in my pocket. But I, I can make, I make a thousand look like uh, ten thousand because I got five twenties on top, five twenties on the bottom, and eight hundred ones in the middle. Right. You know what I'm saying flex. So it's a lot of things that went with it. So for me, I just did it because once again, Gooch was locked up. I had no career. My career was a criminal, being a fucking criminal. My friends was keep going to jail. Uh, shootouts literally all the time. There's nothing to brag about. It's just I wanted more, my guy. So I'm mm. like, fuck it, let me try to rap. Everybody else that's rapping is playing. Like every rapper I knew was, they never want to take pictures. They were stiff. These niggas acting like they was like the, the best person in the world. For me, I'm like, how nigga playing it? That's that right there gonna get me to where I want to be. Fuck, mm-hmm. let me go in the booth. I no, ended up losing all my money and became a rapper. I mean, it's pretty crazy though, just because there's a million motherfuckers trying to make it as rappers, but somehow, like in that moment, even if you maybe hadn't perceived yourself as being that kind of person, like you really seized upon some kind of energy that the culture really needed at that moment. Cause I know even like with me and my friends, like riding BMX bikes my whole life, I was around like a lot of young people who like just gravitated towards your shit. Like, I mean, I, I might've been like 27 when you popped off, but it was like unbelievable. Just the, the level to which it kind of spoke to a lot of people who maybe hadn't even necessarily been rap fans at that, at that point. Cause I was in Texas at that time a lot too. And a lot of my friends in Texas, like, clearly were like resonate like your content was resonating with them on a level that they hadn't really appealed to before especially just because they had that sort of like rock energy that they had never really had like rap music that spoke to like the trap side of things as well as that rock side of things you know what it was Hmm. and it still works today right the c and d market if we're going to talk uh money the c and d market is what you call like uh well, and money-wise, like the lower class. Mm-hmm. The A and B markets are the upper echelon people. What I did, I know the C and D market is the reason that A and B market is surviving. Why the fuck would I pay all my money to be with celebrities when I could just hang with all the people that actually listen to my music? Like today, why am I worrying about getting on fucking Spotify playlists all day if nobody in these neighborhoods really know me? They never seen me. They don't know how I talk. They don't know how I walk. They don't know what I eat. They don't know how I act in certain environments. They don't know how I party. So that's a disconnect. They connected with me through Instagram. Hell no. I would never be that kind of person. I will always let myself connect with people because what if Instagram disappeared? You notice I've been since MySpace, right? I'm not going to disappear because I'm still connected to people. People is who plays the music. They're the reason everybody in music have capital or have fame or have clout or have status because people are giving you the status. That's why I fuck with all my fans because I wouldn't be shit if it wasn't for the people listening to it. So why would I give a fuck who anybody blog or say anything? Now I will go to all these media outlets because it's a plus. Hmm. But artists today and at my time then, they didn't realize that. Well, especially at that that. At that time, like you, Chief Keef, a couple of other people that were really coming out were like the first artists that we'd really seen who were able to be massive in the streets without necessarily like needing any kind of industry cosign to start things off, which is like a very new concept in like 2009. Man, my, my mama and Gucci started that. Mm. And my career was the first to benefit from that. Right. My mama, excuse me, my mama and Johnny Cabell 
Gucci was the first artist. Then it came OJ. Then Nicki got the treatment. Then French got a little bit and Diddy got him. Then Yo Gotti came over there and did the Double G album, blew up. I could go on and on. Then I came in in the midst of all that shit and blew up. So it was really my mother and a guy named Johnny Cabell booking all the shows. This is me telling the, the real, the raw. Uh-huh. This is nothing else. Their method is the reason how all the the the, the hood nigga artists survived. Because right. guess why? We knew all the clubs in the world would have booked them. Most artists would be scared to go in there. Not saying scared, it's just a risk. Most motherfuckers are like, why would I go in a club? I got to have 50 guns. I could just do a, you know what I mean, a college show. For us, we ain't thinking no risk because this, this is our environment. And this shit lit and they paying money. So that's how they work. Is the show, booking shows, that shit work. That's how young boys popping. That's how the baby got popping. They using them CND markets to get it popping. They right. don't care what anybody can say about them. Little baby, same thing. Future, same thing. And he got on a major tour. All these artists that are popping today understand the power of the CND market. Definitely. No, yeah, it's pretty crazy because now it's so hard to even tell the difference because you have artists like transition so seamlessly from being like a street artist to being like a major artist on a label who's selling millions of copies. Like it's almost like there's there's very little friction there to stop an artist from making that transition. Yeah. But, but it's all kind of reasons. There's never one reason, Joe. It's all kind of reasons. There's never one reason. Right. You got uh, people that don't got, got the right role man or the right system, or the right guy booking his uh, his flights and hotels, things of that nature. Like it's a lot that go with being a, a artist that's set. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like uh, people always say, "Yo, you got to get a good manager." Or, no, the manager still need two assistants. But it's a lot that goes with it. A lot. Right. But it's simple, you know what I'm saying? 100. percent But so, is the, is there still a part of you that like, because you clearly understand like what the path should be for a younger artist, but you haven't necessarily got fully in that that lane of trying to be the the guy coaching some young crazy artist. Is is that still appealing to you in any way? Man, I don't know. I just give real advice. I just tell a nigga like this, right, Joe? Man, you ain't got to listen to nothing I tell you. I'm telling you this freely because I'm not trying to assign you or nothing. Some motherfuckers I might want to do some work with, but anybody I work with, they can tell you, I never try to push paperwork. Mm. Like, it's just, yeah, this is just game from a nigga that lost over 20 million doing it. Mm. All because I didn't have the knowledge of properly doing it. I should have stuck doing my way till I properly learned it. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's it, my nigga. And a lot of shit we did is the reason why music is like it. It ain't the sound. I don't care about the sound. I'm talking business. It's for me, for me to be, I, I hear people be like, yo, uh, Chief Keith got Walker style and Walker got whatever. Who gives a fuck? I don't care about that. I care about the business. I care about the the business side. Like how long this shit could last? Could I stress this Walker Flocker sound for sixty years? Who you Probably think gonna not. make the most money? The the man that benefited the first five years or the man that benefited through sixty years? Who made the most money? Mm. No, the sixty year guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I wanted, and that's what I got. Thank mm. God for it. Like, you uh, see what I'm saying? Like, that's but, facts. But I mean, most people like tend to play that role for a long time of being the artist and being out there and being loud and crazy for like as long as they possibly can. Whereas it feels like you sort of like bowed out on a lot of the, the rapper theatrics early on. Like you just didn't want to, like you didn't feel comfortable just being that fake version. Yeah. I stopped in 2012. Mm. I stopped. I, I slowed down since then. Nigga, I knew I'm like, okay, I, I peaked a while ago. Cause I seen what other big artists was at, and I was bigger than them. Like I done did tours with niggas that had more, better fans than them. 
You know what I'm saying? They look bigger. But I literally had more interaction with people than that. But I know I noticed that I didn't have the proper setup to go into that extra level. I didn't have people that knew how to uh, create my stage set, make it blend with the music and blah, blah, blah. I didn't have the proper order though. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I, that's, that's what it takes that. to run. It's like to run a big company is different from running a small business. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's a bit, you can have a small business that prosper, but I can have a fortune 500 company that prosper. Both for us one, but the level of management is way different. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I was running my shit too hood. I bought street politics in business and street politics and principle do not exist in business at all. Right. The principle of the streets do not exist in, in, in you know, and I learned that the hard way. But for me, my, my L's wasn't losses. They were lessons and everything I learned, I could use today and I'm using it today. And I'm shit. Bless. When, when you see these conversations taking place about uh, how the music industry basically needs to like empower black executives better and create like a pathway for black people to be, do, be able to have more of a substantial role in the music industry and everything, do you see those those initiatives as being effective in the long term? Do you, do you believe in the, the realistic uh, chances of reform within the music industry? Does that seem like something that you could possibly see? I don't believe in nothing. I don't, I don't believe in nothing. I uh, don't understand. And mm-hmm. I just don't understand why it's not going on. So there's no sense in me even trying to talk about what's right and wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know what I'm finna do. And I ain't even finna talk no more. I'm just gonna be shown. Right. If you don't think my example is, is good enough for you to try to lead with? Then it is, it is what it is. But for me, I'm not living like that. No. I'm, I, I'd rather live in action. I did a lot of talking, you know what I'm saying? And fluffing and looking woke and all this. It's, Blah, blah 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 shit. I learned music, so I know I know it for a fact. I know it from A to Z, literally. I know how to get paid from 150 plus outlets in music, not just Spotify, this, that, and the third. I know how to get paid paid globally. I have the staff to do it. You know what I'm saying? I have the team to do it. They license to do it. They insure it to do it. So when I know I know these things, I'm not about to argue about this because I know if I know, niggas, it's, a, it's a, all y'all big dogs know this shit. So it ain't. You know what I mean? So. Why argue? Why make? I'm not into making my a black brother or black sister look bad. I'm not into. I used to do that. Yo, why all these big guys ain't together? I'm not about to even speak ugly no more. I'm cool. I know. I know what the fuck going on. That's all I need to know. Mm. Um, but you, see, you keep alluding to like how you you sort of like foresee yourself being viewed in a different light within the next couple of years. Like, what what is the version of Waka Flocka that you're so excited about that you want everybody out there to eventually see? I don't. You don't seem like you're forcing the issue, but you're very very confident that there that your name is going to be like associated with something much bigger than just being a rapper over the years. Shit, I am behind closed doors. Right. You know what I'm saying I, I just ain't putting the publicity out there. But shit, I'm good though. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what's about to happen. Shit, I ain't, ain't no talking. So you, you're capable of like signing an artist or making big plays at this point, and you don't even want to put it out there, like to to get the appreciation for what you've accomplished. <clears throat> shit, I already done it, and and my niggas that I help is signing other people right now. Uh huh. I don't need recognition for that. You know what? You know where the recognition come from? Playing spades, laughing, talking to them. Right. That's that's my recognition within family. Like, I'm cool. I, don't, I want the hype from something else. Right. I take the hype for rebuilding out Clayton County. That's when I want credit when I can rebuild Clayco. Uh-huh. That's gangster. You know what I'm saying? My wife could go rebuild Baltimore. That's gangster. 
all that other shit, I'm cool. I, I, I would love to sign the next future Drake, young boy, baby. But shit, I want to be the person to sign them and show them how to have a retirement plan, how Wait. to own property, how to buy their neighborhood. You're That's telling me if you had That's signed if you had signed Lil Baby a couple of years ago, it wouldn't be tempting for you to put it out there like, hey, look, I signed this dude who's huge now. Like you would you wouldn't even want to necessarily take on the the you know, cause cause in a way that's gonna sort of be something that he has to live up to in his career. It's like if he came in the game, like, oh I'm the artist I did that signed the walk. Jump. I did it with an artist as big as him. Uh-huh. I don't have to tell. If he don't say nothing, why should I say something? It's like once again. I'm, I'm just from a different kind of era, bro. If I want credit, I'll go get me a fucking American Express card. <laughs> Only credit I want is on a card, bro. Right. I don't want this. Any, I'm telling you, it's not arrogant. This is me just, I got it. You can't, you got to get out of your mind, bro. Like all this, I'm cool, bro. I'm just, I take credit when I'm an old man and I can't move and shit. Right. But right now, fuck that credit. So you, you think you're like building something that in the long term will, it'll seem more obvious to the people what what your I role has been in all this? I built it. Okay. It's built. It's built. I'm looking at it every day. Mm. It's, it's lit. Nah, I'm cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just taking notes. Mm. That's how I'll jump. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking notes. But okay, so what is it? What is what actually makes you want to get on a track still this day? Because I saw that you did the video with Swipey and uh, my boy Either the Connect. Like, what actually about that made you actually want to get on a track again? Shit, Either the Connect just lit. Mm-hmm. You hang around him. He's just a, he's a great young nigga to be around. He reminded me of me, right? In a New York version. So I just he damn near pioneered that sound. That's his sound. Uh huh. You just it's just a lot of similarities, and I just I enjoy that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm human. Shit, if I like the song, hell, right? Hey, let's get it. <laughs> but so there's you don't feel like when you stop like rapping, rapping that you had to make a hard break because I know there's a lot of people in the media or people who move on to another stage of their life. They like to make like a very harsh uh, separation from the rapping side of their life. Whereas uh, I, I see you kind of going a little different way where you still like you appreciate doing it from the actual act of rapping. So it seems like you don't want to like just give that up. I don't it'll jump again. I don't know, bro. I'm going with the waterways. <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm, bro, it's, that's too much stress, bro. That's mental illness. Thinking like that. I'm telling you, that's why I'm big on talking like this. I don't give a fuck about the future because I know what I'm doing right now. My right now is the future. I'm cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I learn how to think like I'm a macro and not a micro, your boy is lit. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so when you see all the, the New York shit in particular, where there's like, there's a crazy sound cool. coming out of there. But then it's also very much like directly associated with a lot of the street shit that's going on out there. There's a lot of crazy violence that's been associated with a lot of the, the big artists that are blowing by in New York and stuff that have this more like drill sound or whatever. Like what, what is your perspective on that since you already kind of lived this like 10 years ago in terms of coming up with a very like signature sound that was also associated with a lot of real shit that was going on in the streets? Uh, you know what that is? Jump in, real, in reality? Mm. That's them not realizing that they're they are artists, not realizing they're a star, not realizing the power of their celebrity. So they keep thinking that it's just about their life they was used to. So they rapping that, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. becoming the present day. And that That's an indication of me recognizing that these niggas ain't got somebody around them that actually done it and lived it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not doing nothing wrong because that's, that's all you know. 
So you can't you can't fault somebody and be like, yo, why you rapping about this? Nigga, that's all I know. Mm. How you want rappers to talk woke shit that grew up in a hood around guns, violence, and addicts all day? They never seen a Dr. King or a fucking uh, Ronald McNair or they never seen these kind of guys. You know what I'm saying? They never seen these like we hear about all the time. So you only rap and talk about what you see or what you want or what you're trying to make your life to be. That's it. And once you see it, like me, I got to see other shit. I'm like, shit, I ain't rapping like that because I know down there we gonna die rapping like this. Right. I know I can't, I can't own goddamn the next Disneyland, rapping like that. Like fuck you, nigga. Bob. I can't. Who the fuck want to come to my theme park and bring their kids? Is someone I'm saying? Fuck you, nigga. Bob. Right. I'm not saying you wrong, but I'm grown now, bro. I'm 34 years old. My daughter about to be 15 on the first mm-hmm. of July. Like, bro, what the fuck do I look like rapping like that? All that shit I'm rapping about, I'm green lighting it in my daughter life. So I can't be mad if I'm beefing with somebody that nigga hit my daughter inside the head. Because if 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 I wasn't thinking of, if I was thinking about my daughter, I would have never beefed with her because that possibly would have That's why I changed my life. You see what I'm saying? Because I don't want to put my family in my action. Mm. I don't want the kids to grow up with my my problems. You know what I'm saying? So if I literally love you as like I say I do, I live a different way. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Right, definitely. But how does that change the way that you communicate with somebody like Ether and them who are very much still in the middle of you know, what they you know, what that point is? I build your mind. I talk to you and give you the real. Mm. That's it. I build your mind. Literally. Right. It, it, I just, I'm still learning, so I don't have like a proper program and shit. You know what I'm saying? That you see guys come out with programs in their 40s because they realize they live life. Like I'm living, you know what I mean, my nigga? But I'm moving faster than the average person. So it, 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 it's different. But you can ask all these guys. I'm giving them real Jews. That's it. It's Jews, man. That's it. Just put them in their heads. Cause I can't live their life alone. Having an artist is kind of like babysitting. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like having a having a brother or having a kid or having some. You know what I mean? Because you got your life got to be their life. So for me, I I rather get people game and put them on and put them to the right path than put them a part of my life. But I finally got artists that I like now that I'm about to just put out that I feel like my little favorite my favorite rapper like right now. Like, I don't know who I. I I'm too stuck on LA Fogs music and listening to Ludine when I want to fucking run through a wall. And my two artists, I got Ludine, the local shooter, and LA Fogs from St. Louis. I could just put LA in. He, he like my, he, if this cash money, he Lil Wayne of the way. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I got Ludine, Waka Flocka of the way. So I feel good. Definitely. R&B. I'm lit. Like, I'm cool now. Now I could come out here and whatever come with that, I'm going to take it. Hundred percent. Um, I, I always wanted to ask somebody like you this question: Is when you look at like the media in hip hop right now, what what's your opinion of the state of it? There's a lot of different companies, brands trying to make stuff uh, to questionable results these days. You know, I, I don't know about you, but on a personal level, I grew up reading Double XL and the Source and shit, and it's it's sometimes kind of interesting because there's less of like a shared communal you know, conversation in hip hop because like those publications have kind of gone away. And now we, we have basically like Instagram accounts that are sort of like the shared thing that everybody sees on in terms of like hip hop news and stuff. What are your thoughts on that? And uh, do, do you ever put thought into how that, that could be done better as somebody who owns a media company of sorts? Uh, you know, once again, to, to ask a question and answer at the same time, that just shows me people don't give a fuck about the community's well-being. 
They care about the dollars they put in their pocket. So your answer is already obvious. They don't give a fuck. My opinion is, again, let me build my shit and move with action. Mm. Uh, it's obvious. You you could you could talk all this Black Lives Matter and all this, that, and the third. Same company that I see invest in Black Lives Matter, right? Uh, and my rebuttal to that, they should just put give all the money to all black banks if they want to help black people. Cool. My rebuttal to this is I've seen companies that actually plays this gangster-ass music and make money off it but complain about violence. But nigga, you getting paid off the music. How the fuck? How the fuck you telling people don't do drugs, but you the same people investing in music that's talking about doing drugs? It's an oxymoron. You know what I'm saying? When I when I realize all people do is talking and talking circles, I just go directly at the problem. That's it. And right now, I'm learning how to do that. In about another two years, you'll know exactly this conversation. We'll rewind this two years, and you'll be like, "Oh shit, this is what he was talking in riddles about." Watch, jump, man. You part of that. But I'm telling you, jump. It's obvious how people feel about the community. So why the fuck we keep talking about it? Mm. I just truthfully told. That's why you don't see me voicing my opinion. Why am I talking about the obvious? Like, what could you do? Like, say as you own a company that's worth five billion, but seventy percent of your revenue comes from the, the, the black community. What the fuck am I talking to you about? You made all this money for all these years, and now you want to talk about this pressure? So you go give me a hundred million or two hundred billion or two hundred million? I'm gonna shut the fuck up? No, nah, that, that's called a paid nigga. About right. so, you know what I'm saying? Well, it is kind of crazy to see so many of these record labels and companies have to put out their black squares and put out their Black Lives Matter posts, and then a lot of, a lot of them, it's like we could pretty much 100% assume that there's not really any substantial change that's going to come behind that, right? What's your opinion on it? Uh, it feels fake as fuck from the most of them. I mean, I, I definitely feel like there seemed like there's initiatives going on within some of these companies that they're probably trying to actually enact some kind of change, but it, it seems pretty unlikely that a lot of them are really going to do anything too significant if it affects their bottom line. All right. You know that. <laughs> what am I talking about? Facts. Um, okay. But so what, what, how do you feel about like the, the state of, you know, th these protests seem like they're like dramatically different than anything else we've seen in like the history of America where normally, you know, there's, there's some sort of outbreak of, uh, or outcry after something bad happens. And then it just seems like it fizzles out pretty quickly. This seems fundamentally different. Like, do you, or do you feel more optimistic about there being some kind of change during your lifetime than you've felt previously? Or does this feel like it's, it's kind of more of the same? My life changed every three, every five, six months. Right. I'm getting older. You know what I mean? My mind changed. I definitely see this fake shit going on. Mm -hmm. But I'm from, once again, I'm still going to understand my humble beginnings. And snitches get stitches. I don't give a fuck what level you're talking about. Exposing anything. You were right. So I know. So why the fuck I'm going to talk shit about it for? It's nothing to talk about. Mm -hmm. I know. So shit, why why expose you, nigga? I'm just gonna do the right thing to stop people from fucking with you. I'm not gonna yell it out or do all that dumb shit. Nah, not me. I don't care. Like it's the same as people telling on a, the neighborhood drug boy. What the fuck you think he's not gonna knock on your mother's door and try to do something to you? You stopping his operation. What you need to do is put up some motherfucking neighborhood patrol. Do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. But for me personally, I'm not talking about nothing. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to make the right team. I'll get with the right people. We know the truth. You, know? you, you what they call a white America. White America. That shit don't mean, like, nigga, you know the truth. 
Okay, but what, to talk about. what do you what do you personally think that like a white person who's involved in hip hop, what like what is the ideal role that a white person should have if they are in that if they find themselves in that position? Like how how would you prefer to see a white person in the culture uh, conduct themselves? Man, I ain't got no right to answer that. <laughs> like, it's like me asking how you see a black guy when an actor in, in in rock and roll. Nigga, do your thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I want you to understand if you're a banker, you're not going to be broadcasting you sell weed. Mm -hmm. You're going to stay in the banking community and help the banking community, all right? So if I feel like if you're in the community, help the community out. Once again, I'm going to answer your question. If I see Warner Brothers or these labels make all this money off the black community, just help it out. All that exploiting shit, like, of course people exploit. That's how people make extra money. It's like selling weed. If I'm buying pounds for $300 and you don't know that, I'm going to sell it to you for $3,000. That's exploiting. Ooh, good shit, dude. <laughs> what do I need to know about spades, man? I play poker. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like I should be a spades guy. I played off. You, you play poker? Yeah, I play poker, but I hear you and Joe Budden talking about spades, and it makes me feel like I should get down. Oh, yeah. I like poker, too. Oh, you I play poker? Spades, man. Of course. Oh, that's good to know. I'm looking for more rappers that want to want to play poker on camera. I'm trying to set up like a big game or something. I got some off camera for you, make millions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got you got a nice uh, uh, fan base, man. We get some money. Oh shit. But that's what are, off camera. Right? What are we doing? We're gonna sell them e pills or something? They're probably down. <laughs> yeah, to make you an excellent person. <laughs> <laughs> that's that could be our motto. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got some for you. Now that you said that, SL. All right, let's do it. Let's make but some he, money. I'm ready. But but for me, you jump. If I could give any young artist advice, I tell them get them a tax tax. Uh, excuse me, a tax attorney mm. instead of a, a CPA. Get them an EA. Get them a guy that understands taxes. Mm. You know why? Because the facts show most artists have tax debt. I'm. <clears throat> Most artists got tax debt. I'm a prime example. I had tax debt. You know what I'm saying? And I lived through it. I learned the strategies of get you a tax attorney. Mm. That's it. If you can make it through your career for any substantial amount of time and not run into huge tax issues, then my hat's off to you because uh, you know many of us have had to deal with it. That's me. I threw the jack up. Yeah, you're right. The only way you do that is you separate yourself from the business. Mm. And it goes back to most artists is losing because we don't have mothers and their mothers and their mothers don't know nothing about finance. So from start, you did it the wrong way. That's a no fact. That's the best advice you can give someone. I've known people who've made hundreds of thousands of dollars and then ended up sleeping in their car a year or two later because the tax shit caught up to them so hard. Man, jump, man. This is, this is a fact. Mm. I slept in a hotel for Piedmont in Georgia with my Phantom Rolls Royce ghost in my Bentley, my wife and my daughter for eight months in a hotel. When was that? This was like 2016, 17, 16, yeah. Oh, 15, shit. 16. Facts. Facts, because I've had to fire everybody. And I, I told my mother, I ain't fine. I told my mom, I want to do it on my own. I want no help. So I started from ground fucking zero. Right. Literally ground zero. I never knew how to open bank accounts. I didn't know how to get a bank loan. I didn't know how to fix my credit, if I even knew what the fuck that was. I didn't know how to 
I didn't know shit. And I was a famous rapper named Waka Flocka. Right. Shit's embarrassing, bro. For me. You know what I'm saying? It's not for nobody else. No, but, but once you learn, as an artist, you have to, once you make it, you have to learn business or you're going to pay a lot of people money to watch your business. Definitely. No, that that's crazy. Like, how did you approach that, though? Like, did it ever make you question, like, wanting to do some shit that you didn't really believe in just to make money? Did that ever happen? Oh, uh, no. Nah. But you know how I learned business? Huh. I learned business by partnering with a clothing brand that I'm with now named Dro. Dro made my hats. I seen how they set their company up the right way. I watched how business was conducted, even though I'm not selling apparel, but I, I got a merch. Mm-hmm. I never sold merch in my whole career. Just because I know people was going to cheat me doing this, so I'd rather make nothing than get, watch you cheat me because I'm making money. So when I seen how they conducted business and he's my boy, so I'm like, fuck it. Waka Flocka is drunk. Let me take myself out of being an artist and make it a brand. When I got with my assistant, my executive assistant, and uh, my daughter, we started talking about my daughter doing makeup mirror. We invented the makeup mirror. Like when I started learning how to do outside of music, I just put those skills into music and everything opened up. I knew once the label played with me, do it's one magic word that the label hates. One, if you if, I don't care who you are, I audit your ass. So once I do an audit, your ass is right. It uh-huh. tells me everything you spent, all the money I made, and how much you hiding from me if you hide it. And if right. you are, then I'm gonna sue the shit out of you <laughs> and just win triple. No, that's that's dope and, to hear about you. And I'm about uh, to and I'm suing the label right now. Oh, you're still I, involved in that. All right. Oh, no. Yeah, because they playing with the money. You right. Know what I'm saying? They, they thought I was dumb and shit. They didn't know how clever I was. They didn't know how big the team was. Because I came to them like like I was just unorganized purposely just to see how much they would exploit me and take advantage. I that's, got nothing. That's like the basis of their whole fucking business is, is making a bunch of money off you and hiding it as long as they can. Yeah, basically. And then dragging but it out in court. Want. Yeah, but guess what, though? Let me tell you the oxymoron about court. What kind of gangster real nigga rapper wanna take somebody to court and sue them? Mm. It's not gangster. You know what I'm saying? But once again, I ain't talking no gangster shit. I'm talking yeah. business. No, that's facts. Uh, it's dope to hear about you starting a business with your daughter. It feels like, like, do you see her getting genuinely excited about business and entrepreneurship and like in a way that you would love to like just be able to instill into people and in particular your kids? Yo, I'm going to tell you something about my daughter, right? My daughter, 14, man, first $30,000. That shit I never did. Mm. This year, I got problems with her. She spent $6,000 this year on bullshit. Now it's crunch time. Now it's time for me to tell her about this, that, and the third. But I say that to say this. I don't know how it feels to raise a privileged kid. This is my first time doing it. I'm not Mm. a privileged kid. So now I'm, I'm learning what privileged kids go through. Cause she's privileged. Technically, I people are saying. Now that's crazy to think about. Just cause, like you know, my my whole entire childhood. I, I remember my uncle gave me five hundred bucks when I graduated high school, and I had never had five hundred bucks before. And I was like, you know, I can't even imagine what thirty thousand must feel like to a fifteen year old. But she, that ain't her mind. Her mind ain't money though. Mm. She don't care about me. She don't care about the money because she knows just steps on how to make it. Mm. She got a she got a platform to start with. Well, only thing I love about my daughter, she don't she don't spend it on dumb shit. She spend it on things that makes her happy, doing nails, doing regular shit, going out with friends. And she knows what she wants now. She's getting into business. 
She want to do stuff her way. She's like, Daddy, let me get a job. Why well, I can't get a job? You got a job. She wants to get a job even after she's made $30,000 off makeup? Oh, yeah. She, 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 she signed an application for Chick-fil-A and a goddamn six flag. She ain't playing. Damn. That's how she feel. That's cool. I got I, I to gotta respect it as a father. I got to respect it, but I got to protect it at the same token. Right. Do you feel like she gets treated like a normal kid in school by the other kids, even though you're her dad, or is that is that kind of a thing? Man, my daughter experienced everything. I'm a rapper, right? So, of course, I'm letting my daughter go to privileged schools. I'm not going to call no creeds out, but somebody told my daughter, move your puffballs. She felt that experience. You know, racism, racism work. Oh, wow. uh, she got bullied by a girl because she said, girls like, oh, you think you all that because who your parents is? She's like, I ain't even say that. <laughs> uh, my, my daughter got in problem with kids because the media made me seem like I was just bashing the uh, LGBT community. So my mm. daughter caught the flack in school from that. And my daughter know that. She, she's arguing like, my daddy ain't like that, that, that. But that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? She dealt with everything under the sun already. So, and once again, I built her mind to be strong and classy. Everything else is easy. I don't that's lie right. to her. I don't got to hide nothing from her. I don't, I, I don't talk about Certain conversations around my daughter because she's still a child. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm actually raising her. That's why my career slowed down because I got a daughter. Mm. I had to stop. I had to, it was bad enough I was on the road all the time. Now, I'd be thinking about that a lot because I have friends who smoke weed around their kids. They don't give a shit. They'll talk about anything sexual, whatever, around their kids. They don't give a fuck. And then I got other friends who would never say a swear word in front of their kid, could never imagine smoking around their kid, et cetera. Like, how do you, like, where do you think that it's worth drawing the line, given that, you know, you, you've probably seen, like, the extremes you know, of both sides? I did, right? But I actually seen somebody who was extreme with their kids and somebody was conservative, and both kids grew up opposite. Yeah. And vice versa. I've seen one kid go be an addict. And so for me to answer that question, you know what your kids can handle. Mm. You know what your kids can see here. That's all I can tell you. I couldn't tell you how to raise your kid. I know what my daughter said goddamn what I do. I know one time I stopped leaving well weed around when she's a kid because she came to me one time my friends in the house. She got them seen I had like a ounce of weed. My daughter came to me I'm like, Daddy, what's your problem? I'm like, what? She literally she showed me the weed like you could go to jail for this. I don't know what my friends thinking. That let me know that she's watching me. You see what I'm saying? Uh, let me pick this shit up now. I can't be leaving this around the house thinking a kid don't know what weed is. Hell no. Nah. Wow, that's crazy. Know, bro. I got my first kid know. on the way, so I'm still, I'm trying to figure out how to act around him. Man, that kid about to the God's about to open another portal for you in life. Yeah, that's what everybody keeps telling me. I'm I'm excited to see it. My my my, my advice to you is stop living your life and live your kid life. Mm. When your kid get old enough, you gonna have to. This is just my little fifteen, my little experience. I learned you got to be a father and learn how to be the first friend, the first best friend, not friend, the first best friend. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You got to be the first, technically boyfriend to your daughter, not in that sense. I'm talking about as when I go out, open your door, get this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to instill the classy. You know what I'm saying? The shit that. When she get to meet uh, her boyfriend, her girlfriend, whatever, whatever, when they get to meet who they love, my nigga, they gonna know that they they supposed to be appreciated, and that's the key. That's, I learned that growing smart. up as a kid. If women don't feel appreciated, they they they, they start they, they vulnerable. 
how many women that's bad in spots? It's freaky because technically, and, and they don't feel appreciated, so niggas take advantage of them. But they're so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when you're down, man. If a woman don't feel appreciated, they won't. No, that's 100%. Facts. All right, yo, Waka, you got to hit me up next time you're in L.A. so we can do a real-life version of this, and maybe we can play spades. Maybe I'll know what I'm doing by then. Man, definitely, man. Shoot me the text. I got some. Let's get it. You ever play? Some... You ever play online poker? Online poker? You could gamble, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a site for you. They're trying to get me to get a uh, get a big game going. I think that if you're involved, I, I could think of a couple other people. We might be able to really pull this off. Hey, man, it ain't no career for me. It's just definitely <laughs> a fun hobby I do once every couple of months. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That they they uh, we, I think we got a good like charity angle on it too, so I could have a good uh, a good reason to get a bunch of people involved. I'm telling you, man, I got a limit, dog. I don't gamble freely. I'm that I'm that kind of rich guy that brings five hundred dollars to the table. Let's go. If I lose five hundred, I'm done. You're over I'm it if you lose five hundred, man. I lost like five thousand at the I, casino playing poker. Before. I said a thousand. A thousand is my limit. Definitely. If I lose a thousand dollars, I'm done. Bro, I got a friend. We we both played the same poker tournament yesterday, and he won eighty thousand. And I fucking I didn't win shit, so I'm still kind of hurt over that. I can't lose eighty thousand. You know what I could do with eighty thousand dollars right now? I could go get me a half a million dollar house with that. Buy some meat pills. Nah, fuck no. meat pills. <laughs> I get a half a million dollar house, right? And I, all I gotta do is put ten percent of that down. That's fifty grand. Mm. I take the other 30, I use 25 of that 30 just to fix the house, mm -hmm. right? Put it back on the market, sell it for like 140, 160. I just double my money and paid. Come on, man. That's that's what 80 grand could do with me. But if, if you do that, it. how much time, like how much time you actually spending involved with the actual repairs or is it mostly hands off? You're just, call, you're just calling the plays. No, I'm hands on with this. Jack. You are? Okay. I ain't finna goddamn, you motherfucker right? That's like, shit, who the fuck I'm about to let watch my money? Right. Not the kid. But it's an issue of time, don't you think? Because, like, you know, at, at a certain time. point, you just can't be putting, you don't have enough time at a certain point, right? Time is wasting when you don't know what you're doing. Mm. I know what I'm doing. My time ain't wasted. I don't, I don't believe in time unless it's being wasted. Mm. There it That's is. That's just my heart. Like, bro, like, I'm... Trust me, I look at myself sometimes, jump and be like, nigga, how the fuck did you learn all this shit? Mm. I'm talking about, I'm a nigga that came from eating goddamn pumpkin beans and white rice together. Like, bro, I ain't give a fuck about no job, nigga. I wanted all my money. I wanted to goddamn spend my back end on some bags to set up me some spots around America to sell weed because I ain't know how to do shit. But I realized, nigga, why the fuck would I buy a nigga a gun and buy him some dope? Because we get locked up. I can get snitched on. I got to pay for his lawyer. I got to bond him out. I got to pay his rent, his car note, give his girl money, his mama money. And when he get out of jail, I got to put him back on his feet. Fuck out of here, man. Hell no. I'm your partner. Let me get you out of the streets. Look, bro, get this house. Cool, look. Fuck giving you money. Cool, let me fix you this up, bro. Let me get you a loan. Get you a $150,000 loan. So now the only person you got to pay back is yourself. So now your hustle going to really show you what the fuck you really do. You know what I'm saying? That that's game time. Like all that other shit is cap. No, nah, that's smart. I'm about to go get me a, a rental property after hearing this. We gotta put that money to work. Man, actually, hey, money. Just because you save save money is just as good as no money. It's dead money. 
Mm. Who the fuck want dead money? Everybody like, yo, I got 20 million in my account. I tell a nigga, bro, I got, bro, I got, I got well, I got like a good 30 young, but do I got it in my account? No, I got it in my business's cycle. Mm. So I can leverage that. I can take that 3 million, that $30 million and turn that bitch into $300 million. Mm. Cause I know how to do that. I learned, it ain't about what's in your account. It's about what's cycling. That's again, what's the difference between five years of being hot or 60 years of being that nigga? You know what I'm saying, bro? It's the macro, the micro, the macro approach. That's it. That's real. Hey, Walker, you never let us down. I appreciate your time, man. Oh, always, bitch, dog. Yeah, hey. Let me know when you're out in L.A. We got to get that in again. Man, lock in with my artists, man. I need you to lock in with with L.A. number four and two S's. Okay. And Ludin, the local shooter. All right. I'm with it. Locked in, you folks. I'm going to check it out. Don't worry. They're your your pedigree. So I ain't got to do no convincing. I ain't (laughs) convincing you about nothing. Hey, I believe it, man. I I trust you. I don't push lanes. And a lane to me is somebody that's talking about something they don't live up to. Hmm. That's real. All right. Not shit. I appreciate you, G. Thank you so much for your time and uh, good luck with the cards. All right, bro. Appreciate it.